So the big question is this, are you tired of the hustle and grind of fix and flip? Do you really think you can wholesale your way to success? What you really want is a cash flowing portfolio that lets you live a life of freedom, sunsets and palm trees on your terms. But what if you're stuck because you have no capital, no time and no idea where to start? That ends now. Your host, Corey Peterson, is a rags-to-riches real estate millionaire who started out with no money or credit and quickly grew a portfolio of cash-flowing apartments. Not to mention, he did it all with other people's money. You're only one deal away from creating the cash flow life, and the Multifamily Legacy Podcast will show you how. So now, here's your host, the big kahuna, Corey Peterson. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Multifamily Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Peterson. I am sitting in the, my backyard today enjoying just a beautiful day, beautiful Arizona day. It is summer is coming, just like Games of Thrones winter is coming. For here in Arizona, it's hell is coming. And uh, it, so there's not too many more days that we can enjoy the backyard. So um, I wanted to come to... To you in my backyard, my podcast today, and you know, a I wanted some fresh air, but b um, just to change it up a little bit. Sometimes you just gotta change it up. So hey, I'm so thankful that you're here. Uh, you know, we've been in a series. Uh, you know, the good, bad, the ugly of Hawkeye Towers, um, a deal that we just bought in December, and um, you know, it's very interesting to see kind of the behind the scenes. And honestly, this is I believe this is the kind of stuff that. Most uh, gurus, we'll call them gurus, will never tell you, right? They always say, it's all, it's great, it's perfect, we closed this, we did this. But the truth is, is it's, it doesn't always go perfect. In fact, um, par for the course is something's going to screw up. And once you understand that, then you can understand that, hey, listen, this is the way a lot of things happen. It is sometimes a little dicey. Um, but, you know, the goal of this podcast is to give you truth and to let you know that um, investing is real. There are risk. And but l when you put the right team together, things generally go the way they're supposed to. And so with that said, um, before I even start, let me just kind of uh, give a quick little couple of tidbits that I think you should know. First of all, if you are new to this podcast, uh, welcome. Thank you so much. Um, we have a Facebook page that I want to invite you to. And so it's the Multifamily Legacy Podcast Facebook page. Please get there and um, ask to re request to join. We let anybody in that requests. And this is where the community of people that are actually listening to this podcast, if you want me to interact with you more often and give you... Uh, feedback and, um, and, you know, questions, answers to your questions, um, please take the time to go there and then get involved, be a part of the conversation. Uh, we would love to have, I would love to have conversations with you and help you through your journey of apartment investing. Also, for those of you who are listening and, um, and say, man, Corey, how do we invest in one of your deals? You know, what's the process for that? We do have a setup process. Um, and how you can do that is you're going to go to kahunainvestments.com, and there's going to be a big pop-up that's going to show up, and you're going to uh, subscribe. 
to our membership site. And we have, uh, it's going to ask you some financial questions. It's going to find out whether you're an accredited investor or a sophisticated investor. It doesn't matter which one you are, but you have to follow through all the way through the process. And when that happens, we have a system built for us to get to know you. Um, I'm also going to give you a free copy of my book, Why the Rich Get Richer, The Secret to Cash Flowing Apartments, and as my gift to you for taking the time to uh, become one of our members. Um, once we go through the process, we get to know you, and we create a substantive uh, relationship, meaning we've asked you financial questions, you filled out a uh, questionnaire, and um, we understand who you are and your investment uh, profile, we can then uh, put you on our active investors list so we can show you our future deals, right? So that is the process to get hooked up uh, with Corey and, uh, you know, as a way to, I say either you or your IRA, because a lot of times we use lots of people's IRAs uh, to invest in our deals. All right. So as we continue our journey in the Hawkeye series, you know, we're almost to the point where we're done. You know, we've We've now bought the property. Um, you know, the good thing about these types of properties is, you know, getting them to close is typically the hardest part, right? And once you get there and operations take over, a lot of the hard work for the most part is done. Now, we still have to manage expectations and cash flow and projects, but more often than not, at this point, we are going to really work with our management company, make sure that we're following our process, and really most of the times get out of the way. I'm not an operations guy, and I'll never be an operations guy. Uh, I will encourage you not to be an operations person. In fact, uh, I believe in me living that sunsets and palm trees life in includes not getting in the way of management, letting operations do what they do best. Um, I'm there to guide the ship, but I'm not there to make everyday decisions. And so when I've made that choice, it makes it a lot easier to then go out and find great management companies, great managers that have great systems. And really, it's the systems that you're buying from a management company that really will move the needle for you. You do make most of your money through operations, in my opinion. And so it's important to ask management companies the right questions. But in the Hawkeye Towers deal, you know, we are now in the going on the fifth month of operations and I'm really pleasantly surprised. We are uh, currently at 87% occupancy. Um, the property is doing well. We have no uh, issues. Uh, we are working through our CapEx projects. We just finished all our lighting. Um, you know, when we, one of the things we do in all properties is we uh, change the lights. We, you know, we've talked about this many times before. Um, one of the easiest bang for the bucks uh, to make a big difference in the property is just to change the light bulbs. Put it, uh, take out the old incandescent lights and put in bright LED lights. Well, we've done this at this property, and you know we're making it safer for the men and women, uh, young students that are at the property. So a lot of them are still taking night classes, and it's important for us to be able to provide a safe nice place, disciplined property. And so lighting is one of the things that uh, is included in that safety program. But, you know, last month we had a, a great month where we actually netted $45,000 and um, we are uh, at 87% occupancy. 
So that's a really good testament of buying a good deal. So we're making money at 87%, and we're coming into what do we call the fall leasing schedule. Because uh, now, you know, of course, we thought it was going to be at 95%, but that didn't happen. Um, but we're now at 87. We were at 85 when we started. Now we're at 87. And we will soon be, and we anticipate being, 100% occupied with a waiting list when it comes to our fall leasing season. Now, how exciting is that to take a property that we, you know, we knew is a good deal to have selling it some seller issues um, and trying to buy it, then some, you know, some issues with obtaining financing, finding out the right, you know, the correct way to get that deal bought and done. And now we're in operations and it's, it's going beautifully, beautifully. And really, that is the, a testament to typically what happens in, in, in a real estate transaction in the multifamily space. You buy a deal, you know, you set the floor. And, and really, this is the key to that is setting the floor. In other words, setting your, your, your expectations and um, your investors' expectations. We want to set the bottom. We're going to strive for the best, but if you, you've got to set the floor. And by setting the floor, it really does create an environment that when you do exceed and you exceed well, it makes everybody very happy, very confident, and it'll make uh, your investors uh, sing from the top of their lungs. And really that's what we're looking for is we want our investors to give us referrals. And so by under-promising and then over-delivering, what do you think we do? Well, we provide, we, we create raving fans that way. And um, what a great opportunity, what a, what a great story is to be able to set it up just that way. And so that's the only way that I know how to do it. I and mean, that's the only way my company operates is we want to set the floor each and every time. We want to beat those expectations. And then when we do, it is very easy and very natural to ask your investors to say, hey, listen, we've got a new project coming. Would you like to invest in it? And who else do you know that would want to enjoy that same benefit that you've experienced? And really, that, that is the key to, to, to making great deals happen. And, you know, at Hawkeye, you know, it really is the typical scenario of a deal that um, starts off, it looks good, it goes a little, you know, a little crazy in between. But ultimately, the deal is going to be a raging success. And really, that's what's going to happen um, we may come back in and visit Hawkeye probably a year from now. That would be kind of fun uh, on this podcast and just say, here's where we were and here's where uh, we were going and here's where we're at now. And I would love to have about you know seven or eight months of operations in the books so we can really tell the story of the financial uh, process and you know, even in just total income because I already know that when we get to that 100% occupancy plus – with a waiting list, our cash flow is going to go through the roof. And, and that's really what's, what we're looking for. Uh, even, you know, on that property currently right now, um, you know, we budget a 3% year-over-year growth, meaning, so I think the average rent on that property is four twenty-five. So 3% means uh, roughly $12.70. So as long as we're raising rents $12.70, per year, we are hitting our threshold for rental increases. Well, guess what? On our new leases, not meaning not renewals, but new leases, 
we're getting an average of $54 more in rental income. 54 bucks, okay? That's uh, probably two and a half times what we expected. Two and a half times more. So it's like almost a 7% increase in rents. Well, that's huge when we are only budgeting 3%. And uh, then on our renewals, on our renewals, for the people that already live there, they're going to stay for another semester, another year for college, um, we're getting an average of a $16 increase, right? So $12.70 is 3%. So we're getting, again, a, a above that by getting $16. And so it's in those little things, those little crevices of opportunity that you can really make lots of money um, for you and for your investors and and really enjoy you know the cash flow life. Um, it is about setting things up right, you know, expectations, and not only for you, for the property, for your management team, but also for your investors, really setting them up to win. People like to win, uh, no one likes to lose. And so creating the environment, um, it really is a setup, right? Think about this, right? If I didn't set my investors' expectations low and I set it high, what would happen if I didn't meet those expectations? What if I came in under? I'm telling you right now, what happens is everybody's like, oh gosh, is it all right? Um, they just immediately think that something's wrong. And, and you know, it may be nothing's wrong, but if you set the expectations too high, you just don't get perceived as a winner. And so, you know, lesson to yourself when you are doing underwriting. And, and by the way, if you need help doing underwriting, we have a, an amazing tool called the Kahuna Cashflow Calculator. And I think you can go to kahunacashflowcalculator.com and, uh, and get it. It's only 197 bucks, but it really teaches you how to be conservative. Um, so, uh, you know, it's important that you get the right information, and, and we feel like that's a good place. You can also go to CashflowHQ.com. So CashflowHQ.com has all our products. We're working on actually migrating that to Kahuna Wealth Builders, our, our main website where we teach and coach. Um, so that's coming up as well. But um, really the story is, um, you know, with Hawkeye, I, I think back at this deal, you know, I knew it was a deal from the day that we saw it. And bringing that to the reality, and we're not even there yet. So I don't feel like uh, we get to tell our story until August, really September. We're going to have a, you know, a pre-lease up for all the new students that are coming in. And then by September, that's when our financials will tell the true story of what our company does and how we're able to do it really, really well. And, um, and what a great story to tell the investors. And, um, you know, things like this happen. And, and when you have a property that like, you know, A, it's, it's in a small town. Um, it's, you know, small market. Um, not a lot of lenders want to lend in that market. So that's, you know, it had some downside to it. But if we look at it just from an investor perspective of what it's giving the returns to my investors and the, um, the cash flow that it spits off, man, it's an absolute slam dunk. Slam dunk. I'll take deals like Hawkeye, Every day, I'll go through the trials and tribulations of lazy sellers or sellers not unmotivated, whatever. It's par for the course, right? I mean, it is. But listen, I mean, you know, things happen, and that's okay. But at the end of the day, you know, you're here to make a difference. 
And you're, you're listening to this podcast, I believe, because you want a better life, better way to do it. You know, you want, I think, the two things that most of us really dream for or strive for, which is time and money. That's what we want. It's what I wanted. And it's what I have. And um, it's a beautiful thing. It's a, you know, I think about, like, in the next two weeks, uh, by the time you're listening to this podcast, I, I may already be back from... Um, we're getting ready to go to France, and what an amazing opportunity to take my whole family to France. Um, we're going to be traveling the whole country, watching the U.S. Women's Soccer uh, World Cup performance, and so we have four different uh, cities that we're going to visit, and all that is related or, or, or available and doable because, you know, almost nine, ten years ago, 2011. I decided to buy my first apartment complex. By far, it's the best decision that I ever made. Um, my only regret is that I didn't make it sooner and that I didn't do more deals in like 2011. But listen, it only takes one. And, you know, the journey is the reward. It, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. Um, success is, uh, takes work. Um, it takes cultivating the ideas. It takes watering your dreams. It takes a deep belief in yourself. And it's really that ability. If I, if I could say, Corey, what are you good at? Belief in determination, right? And copying. <laughs> Those are the three assets that I have. I, I've always had a deep belief in myself. And I've learned to program myself that, you know, to really still think like a kid, think like a child. To be able to say in those moments that I am, that I, I, I can do it. I believe in myself still. I still believe. In, there was times when I was younger and, and, and maybe more influenceable that people would tell me no than I would believe them. But uh, as I've gone through that process and where I'm at today, I believe I can do anything I put my mind to. I really do. And that sounds weird even saying it like that. But that's where you get. And that's really, if I look at, the difference between very successful people and ones that are not as successful, I would say it's their belief in themselves and their ability that really separates them. And so um, here shortly, I'm, I'm getting ready to have a really great guest come on. Uh, I'm not exactly sure when he's going to come on. We, I've still got to talk to him, but uh, he's going to be a, a guest that you're going to really resonate with. And he's in the sports. Uh, he's, he's a famous sports athlete. I'm not going to give it away yet. But um, he has an amazing story. And I believe almost anybody that has obtained a very high degree of success, whether it be a famous uh, football player, some, a recording artist, um, you know, a multifamily investor that's super successful, anyone that's achieved a pretty good deal of fame and fortune or just fortune, what you'll find is that they'll have almost the same att attributes which is a deep burning desire and a belief, a, a belief so uncanny that it's weird to and hard to describe. And that's the belief, my friend, that you have to find. It's buried in your heart. I know it's there. And maybe in some of you, it's like, I, I do have belief. Starts with belief. Then it, the next step is it starts with work. Starts with work. You know, once I believed in myself. I had to do the work. I sought out mentors. I was good at copying. I was 
really never good at having my own unique ideas. But in this day and age, you don't need unique ideas. You just don't. All you have to do is replicate something that's successful and do what they do and don't do what they don't do. It's really not any harder than that. You want to you wanna find success. So I'll give you an example. Man, I'm not a great info marketer. I, I'm really not. I, I probably suck at it more than anybody that I know. Um, you know, I'm a pretty good, uh, you know, I have a decent brand, but I'm not always great at selling from stage or doing things uh, on, on a big scale. Yet my good friend, Sean Terry is, and um, he's very good at selling his courses and, and, and creating that. Well, that's a skill set. And so uh, we're getting ready to launch something in July that is going to be amazing. And um, I've asked Sean's help. Well, why? Because, listen, if I want to replicate and do something big, I need to find someone that's done something big that has it figured out. And the cool thing with Sean was he, he was like, Corey, here's what you need to do. Here's the web pages. Here's the process. And he mapped it all out for me. And he did it to such an extreme that he really just said, here it all is in a zip drive. Now go build it and brand it with your brand and your message. But the format's the same. Well, that's what I'm talking about, kids. <laughs> you know, that is the success formula is that I don't have to reinvent it. I don't have to, I don't, A, I don't even have to invent it. He's already done it. It's tried and true. It works. So I'm just going to follow his recipe. And so once I understand the recipe and the recipe works, I'm going to make my little recipe and we're going to see if we get the same results. I believe it's going to be a lot better than I expect. And then um, from there, after I've mastered his recipe, that is, and only when I've mastered it, I may not change a thing, but I may add a little bit of kahuna spice, right? I may want to make it a little kahuna uh, thing. And just put a little dash, a little dash to make it uniquely me. Well, that's okay. That's okay. But I'll only do it after I've mastered the first technique. And really, um, if there's anything that I've seen that people like really screw up is they'll be great mentors in your lives. And they say, do this, this, and this, and you should expect this results. Except you do this, this, and then you change it radically and do something else. And it's that one thing that you change is the reason why you didn't get so much success. And so uh, as, I, as you're listening to these, my podcasts, listen, I mean, honestly, listen, and then do the steps. You know, I know I teach raising money far different than anybody else that I know, especially a syndicator. Why? Because I teach you to find an avatar where there's trillions of dollars out there and they're waiting for deal makers like you, and you can get a low cost of capital. But it's a solid return. I'm telling you, 12% is a solid freaking return. I would enjoy 12% in my retirement account. If it was consistent and it was on time, dude, that is awesome. And yet, you know, I get time, told time and time again from other syndicators that, like what I'm doing is not rep replicable and it's not possible to maintain yet. I'm maintaining it. Right. Um, and the reason is because I've, I've known no other, no other way. And, and so uh, uh, 
if you are, I got a future uh, podcast coming up with Steve Libin. And, uh, and when you get to that, I think it's episode 86. Uh, we've recorded quite a few uh, in the future here. And it's an amazing story of really just that is that, you know, there's lots of naysayers out there that says, oh, you can't do that or that cost of capital or they act like you're doing your investors an injustice. And I'm like, my investors are fine. They're happy. What they want is consistency. So promising great returns and not delivering, that's something I could never accept. Couldn't accept that. But giving a solid return to an investor time and time again, I can live with that. I can, and, and I know that I'm doing my investor a, a justice uh, by giving them something that they can believe in as well and that I do it without uh, as much risk as maybe some other uh, syndicators out there put their investors through. And I, I think that's the testimony of, of what I'm trying to teach and what I'm trying to give you. And hopefully you enjoyed this journey so far. Um, hopefully you've listened to more than one podcast. You know, I, I would just, if there's anything that I could request from you, the listener, the audience, is to get more involved. Um, I really love interacting. Um, so come join the podcast or uh, go to Facebook, join the group, be active, ask questions. I'm more than happy to reach out. Um, I actively watch that and manage that. Um, and, you know, I give feedback. And so that's a great way to take advantage of me and my generosity. And, and um, you know, because at the end of the day, I would say I'm not, I'm not a great guru. All right. I'm not a great. Uh, I love to teach. I love to teach. And I love to give back. But my gift is in just being an operator, finding deals and doing deals. It's what I like to do. It's what I enjoy the most. And then this forum, my podcast, um, my teaching, the things like that, I do that because I want to make the world a better place, man. I, want to, I really want to help people. I want to help people get to that next level, for them to see and realize their dream and goals, and for them to create legacy wealth. Um, it's just important to me. So, uh, guys, listen, you know, thanks again for taking the time to, to listen to this podcast. This is going to be a little bit shorter one because, really, Hawkeye Towers is done. There's nothing else that we need to talk about. It's a great deal. Um, it's it's going to make us lots of money. Um, we'll come maybe visit this project down the road um, just so we can have an update. But um, thank you for your time. Thank you for uh, tuning in and, and taking this message seriously. Um, I think there's no other educator out there that I know of that gives it in the way that I do and that makes it simple and easy to understand. By the way, I love it when you go to iTunes and take time to go to iTunes you know, give me some reviews, whether it's good, bad, or ugly. I don't, it doesn't matter. Um, just get out there and be active. Listen, no matter what you believe, you know, in life, well, I say no matter what you believe, it's really what you believe, okay? What you believe is so important. It's vitally important not only to you, your family, to your children. Belief is everything. It all starts with a dream and then a belief in that dream. Guys, it is evident in my life. If I wasn't a dreamer, I would not be successful, other than I partnered with a great wife. <laughs> I have an amazing wife. And actually, we're going to get her on the show here pretty quick, too. We've got some things we want to share with you, just um, stuff that has nothing to do with real estate investing and all to do with relationships and um, living that cash flow life. And uh, I'll let Shelly tell her story about me and my struggles. We'll do it together um, so you can understand that it's real. It's real, right? But guys, what you believe is so important. If you believe it, you can achieve it in your paradise. 
is absolutely possible.